Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 16th of January, the 16th day of 2023, with the abundance of 349 days ahead of us on our way to 2024. A short-time colleague of mine at the University of Colorado in Boulder eons ago, Clarence Major had his poem, Weather Conditions, appear in this week's The New Yorker. Meteorologist says, for your local weather, here is a peek out your window. You look, you see houses leaning against one another for support, as if the whole world is falling apart. Heavenward this past weekend and into this early morning about midnight, high in the south, our last quarter moon keeps company with the bright star Spica from the constellation Virgo the Maiden. Today in 27 BC, with the title Augustus bestowed upon Gaius Julius Caesar Octavian by the Roman Senate, the reign of Augustus Caesar began. Today in 1412, the Medici family was appointed the papacy's official banker. Today in 1493, Cristoforo Colombo, a.k.a. Cristobal Colón, a.k.a. Christopher Columbus, after arriving in the Caribbean a few months earlier on his first voyage to the New World, began his return trip to Spain. Today in 1547, Ivan IV, a.k.a. Ivan the Terrible, at age 17, crowned himself the first czar of Moscow. Today in 1605, the first edition of Miguel de Cervantes's Don Quixote was published in Madrid. Today in 1776, the Continental Congress approved the enlistment of free blacks. Today in 1777, Vermont de declared itself independent from New York. Today in 1832, the HMS Beagle made its first landing with Charles Darwin aboard at Porto Praio in the Cape Verde Islands. Meanwhile, drawing a bead on the national COVID picture, the New York Times observes this past week, the Northeast continues to see many of the worst per capita hospitalization rates and notes the nation's daily average of reported cases this past week was near 61,000, with the daily average of deaths being 564, meaning at least 3,948 people died this past week from COVID in the U.S. Not a big number, perhaps, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID, or perhaps think of it this way, every two and a half minutes last week, someone died from COVID. Sound like the pandemic's over? Moreover, Dr. Maria von Kerkhoff, the World Health Organization's technical lead on COVID, says the latest leading strain of the virus, XBB 1.5, is, quote, the most transmissible subvariant that has been detected yet, close quote, and is responsible for more than half of current U.S. cases. To date, the country has had 102 million cumulative reported cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21st, 2020. Ultimately, the U.S. continues to be the world's leader in COVID, proving we are the most hospitable people to the virus, engendering 16% of the world's 667 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. 
Two million of the world's 665 million reports cases were recorded this past week. Elsewhere on the planet, major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places in cumulative numbers of infection at the moment, respectively, India, France, Germany, Brazil, Japan, and South Korea. On the fatal front globally, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially at 6.8 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.2 million. Worldwide, more than 13.3 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. But remember, only 68% of all Americans are vaccinated, and only half of those vaccinated have had a minimum of one booster shot since. And one last point of contrast, since early October 2022, about 36,000 COVID deaths were reported nationally in the U.S., while 14,000 were attributed to the flu. Hence, the U.S. government has again extended COVID as a public health emergency. Today in 1909 in New York City, song belter Ethel Merman was born. Her most famous role was as Rose, the ultimate stage mom in Gypsy. Ethel was known for her lack of stage fright. On the opening night of Annie Get Your Gun, she stood, calmly chewing gum, in the wings. Close by, a nervous showgirl who was quivering in her shoes asked in amazement, Miss Merman, aren't you nervous? Merman coolly deposited her gum in a trash can and answered, Why should I be nervous? I know my lines. Today is also the birthday in 1853 of French industrialist, tire manufacturer, and map publisher André Michelin. In 1874, of English-Canadian poet Robert Service. In 1878, of American actor Harry Carey. 1911, of American baseball pitcher Dizzy Dean. In 1924, of Mexican actress J. Jorado. In 1932, of American zoologist Diane Fossey. In 1933, of American writer-philosopher and political activist Susan Sontag. In 1934, of American mezzo-soprano Marilyn Horn. In 1935, of American auto racer A.J. Foyt. In 1942, of American blues singer, songwriter, and guitarist Barbara Lynn. And American keyboardist Billy Francis. In 1946, of American country singer Ronnie Millsap. In 1950, of American dancer, choreographer, and actress Debbie Allen. And in 1974, of English model Kate Moss. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fifth week of winter, to the third week of the new year, and to a fulfilling Martin Luther King Jr. Day.